It's it's here. Hi. <laughs> happy, happy, frown town. Happy, happy, frown town. I don't know why I can't sing and clap at the same time. I suck at that. It's frown town. We're frown town. I, that's the best energy for starting this show. I'm excited for this show, V. You know why I'm excited? Why? Well, for a couple reasons. Uh, first of all, I'm excited because I'm Javen Jones. That's my full goddamn name. I'm Jay Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm V Chatty. What's up? I think up? I might start going to my full name though. I, I think I'm gonna like because oh, I yeah? this is because you know, we were coming back from the pandemic. Like sure. I feel like this is the it's like uh it's, it's like time for a rebrand. You remember like when uh you were in middle school and then you went to high school and you're like I'm gonna be someone different. <laughs> like this is your chance. Like oh, now I've, that we're coming out of the pandemic, I've done that a few times. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, this is the chance to do it. I feel like now that we're out of the coming out of the pandemic, this is your chance to rebrand. Some people are doing it like. Some people are rebranding to be not racist when they come back, which is That's super chill. dope. Yeah. I like that. Uh, some people are rebranding, uh, apparently, to be more racist when they come back. Yeah. I've met some of those people. Mm-hmm. That's not as dope. Not as chill. Um, totally I, unchill. I, I want to rebrand to go with my full name. I'm, I'm sick of being a letter. I want to be, <laughs> be the name my mom and slash my father gave me. It was well, a joint effort. That makes one of us. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> Honestly, I just want to do it because uh, the problem is that, like, like okay, so, like, there's, if I look up VChatty, I'm going to find you, right? If I just type mm-hmm. VChatty, you are the only VChatty that exists. Do you know how many Jay Jones of, yes. there are? A lot. There's a <laughs> so lot. So many. And You're- all of them are in comedy. All of yeah. them are stand-up comedians. I just, I need, I need a differentiator. And I don't want to. Yeah, you got to do it for the SEO, baby. I got to, I got to, yeah, I was going to say I got to do it for the Vine, but I just realized Vine doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I feel like, I feel like we need to rebrand. And there's some other stuff that's rebranding. Uh, America is trying to rebrand itself as having more than 50 states. That's happening right now. That's kind of cool. Some places are rebranding themselves as states. One place is rebranding itself as a state. That's, it's DC. It's DC. <laughs> yeah. DC is trying to be a state. Well, let me rephrase that. DC needs to be a state. Uh, yeah. And people are now starting to be like, yo, why isn't DC a state? My favorite thing about DC is that whenever you see a license plate from DC, uh, uh, you'll notice that at the bottom it says taxation without representation. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought that that was really bold. Like, oh, that's a pretty ballsy move. You're just. You're just going to have that slogan, just like, hey, we pay our taxes, and uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you might as well be British. <laughs> uh, but they did that in 2000. It was like, uh, there was an activist who basically was like, hey, we should do this. And then the mayor was like, yup. And then they replaced everybody's license plate within a year. Who was the mayor of DC in 2000? That was... I'm looking it up right now. Anthony A. Williams. Yeah, Williams. I was wondering if it was Marion Barry just because he was known for other things. But good good old Anthony A. Williams. The activist was named Sarah Shapiro. uh, And yeah, the idea was what? Wait, Sarah Shapiro? Sarah Shapiro. She was a resident and local activist in D.C. Sarah Shapiro is not related to Ben Shapiro, right? But I just want to say, Jay, there's a lot of Shapiros in the world. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, there's I a shit ton of Shapiros. 
Okay, and, and his wife's <laughs> name is not Sarah. I heard the name Shapiro, and I was just immediately like, wait a minute. I feel bad for, for Sarah Shapiro, because like she's awesome and doing dope stuff for the name Shapiro. But because this other fucker, everyone's just like, wait, what's your last name? You know, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I, I don't think, you know, you gotta just think, like, how many people are named Mike, you know? Like... Yeah, there's a lot of people named Mike. I, and it's like what I was saying, there's a lot of J. Jones doing comedy, and I'll be honest with you, if you were to judge uh, all J. Jones comedy by the other J. Jones's comedy... God, this is getting confusing. Um, If you were to judge all of the comedy by J. Jones's by one J. Jones that was not me, you would think it was all terrible. Because I'm basically saying I'm better than all of them in a roundabout <laughs> way is what I'm trying to get You're to. You're the ultimate... <laughs> the ultimate jay jones i have not seen or met a jay jones comedian who was funnier than me and that's not me being a dick that's just me being honest it's just this name does not inspire good comedy which should make me want to leave it i want to leave this <laughs> name behind is what i'm trying to say and honestly if i'm dc i want to leave being a district behind because it sucks here's, well here's, and go i was just gonna say the best part about going by your full name is that you can get that automatic out of the gate joke where they mispronounce your name bringing you up Ooh, Alyssa solved that for me oh I mean, maybe Vanessa did either Vanessa or Alyssa did and I'm sorry I don't remember who exactly it was but I had this conversation uh like almost like two or three months ago and either Alyssa or Vanessa and I apologize for for confusing who said it but someone was just like just spell your name the way it sounds. So instead of it being the way it's, you know, my name is spelled J-A-V-A-N-N. So it's like, just spell uh-huh. it J-A-Y-V-I-N and then go up. No one's going to know but the host. And I was like, shit, that's fucking brilliant. And why not think of that? And I can't remember who it was. Uh, so if it's, if, if Alyssa, if you're listening or Vanessa, if you're listening, like remind me of who told me that. I know it was one of you. Because I, I remember just being like, that's so goddamn smart. I just remember, I think it was Vanessa because I feel like it was, uh, I think I know what was happening. It was Vanessa. It was outside when we were helping Elvis move. And I think Vanessa oh. said that to me. And I was like, God damn it. I, and I spent the next week just being like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> like, it was so dumb. Like, why didn't I just misspell my name? So then you would read it correctly. And I, I felt so stupid. I have never felt so stupid in my life than that moment when I was like, I have had 39 years with this name. And this is the first time I thought, hey, spell it the way it sounds, you idiot. Oh, my God. Um, Sorry. I felt really dumb, though. It was. That's I mean, I wouldn't have thought of that. But like, why? Why not? It's it, it's so simple. <laughs> It's like the simplest solution, and for whatever reason, it just never, never crossed my mind. And I'm always frustrated. <laughs> like even uh, before comedy, I was always frustrated with people mis- like mispronouncing my name. It was it's been a real frustration. Uh, I could tell stories about it, but I'm not going to. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk more about DC. Yeah, with their you cute know- little protest license plates. <laughs> So, how many people really are being underrepresented in DC, though? I mean, like, because like states have a lot. Well, states have a lot of people, though. Not all of them. Have you been to Montana? (laughs) No, because it sucks. No, (laughs) it's really beautiful (laughs) in all the places where the people aren't. Yeah, uh, that's actually true of everywhere. Like everywhere, people are not. It's like the most gorgeous country, like untouched country is like beautiful. There's like <laughs> flowers and trees and birds and happiness. And then you see where the people are and it's like, fuck, what happened to this place? <laughs> um, I know how many people are in D.C. I have this information. I looked it up. 700,000 people live in Washington, D.C. Whoa, that's yeah, that's more than half a million people. Yeah. And so like... uh 
if you're talking Vermont and Wyoming, those are two states with less than 700,000 people. Oh, yeah. Alaska Vermont doesn't round. have a lot of people at all. So you're no. saying D.C. has more people than Vermont. And Wyoming. And not Wyoming. Combined, not combined, but like separately. But like Yeah. Yeah. And it's about the same amount of people as Alaska, which is a state that also has uh, senators and voting members in both the House of Representatives and in the Senate. I like Alaska. I do not. Uh, it's a it's a shit state for shit people. No, I'm joking. It's, it's pretty. I'm joking. My wife is from there. <laughs> and I, I know she occasionally listens to this. I'm hoping she hears me say that and then hits me before she hears me say I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so here's the reason why D.C. is not a state right now. Because um, it's a city, Jay. Cities can't be well, states. No, it's actually a district. And uh, according to the, co- the constitution, yes, it's a district. It's the District of Columbia. That's why it's Washington, D.C. Come on. You don't make that face. That's not the face you make for stuff you know. Stop that. That's the face for stuff you didn't know. And that's not the face you make. You're making a face for stuff you know. You know so it's a district. is it? You know why it's a district? But why is it Columbia? Why is the sky blue? Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why these old white men named it Columbia. I honestly don't know. That's a great question. Maybe uh, there was like a whole thing with the... No, it's not the country of Columbia. I, I don't know why it's a district of Columbia. I do know why it's a district. Um, and I can explain that. Yeah, so according do. to the constitution, uh, the constitution requires that the capital never sit in a state. It has to sit in a district. The district cannot be more than 10 miles in... In fact, let me read the actual... Uh, yeah, so it it is. Huh, let me find the reading uh, Constitution. So Article One, Section Eight of the Constitution says that Congress should be in charge of the seat of government, which will be a district not exceeding ten miles, uh, ten square miles. So Congress has to be in a district. They can't be in a state. Okay. And if you make D.C. a state, things get a little dicey, but not for real. What they end up doing is that they take, uh, they cut out Washington, uh, excuse me, they cut out the White House, yeah. the Capitol, and then the uh, the National Mall, that whole yeah. area. And they cut all that out and they make that the District of, of Columbia. Yeah. And then the rest of everything around that becomes a state. Where people le- live. Where people live, right. Because no one lives. I Only just, the president I, lives there. I, I looked up, um, <laughs> I looked up why it's called Columbia. Okay. Okay, why is it called Columbia? It's, is it because of the cocaine? <laughs> no. It it's, should be. It's bad. It's <laughs> it's the feminine form of Columbus. Why feminine? Um, so back in the day, uh it's a city and you just want to fuck a city? Like what why is it feminine? I don't understand why it's feminine. Yeah, so there was the back in the day people used to call it uh, Columbia was a poetic name for the United States that was like commonly used at the time, apparently. Wait, we were almost called Columbia? No, people would just be like, ah, you know, Columbia. Like right, the land that Columbus discovered, oh but God, they made it feminine because it's sexier. Because they realized how bullshit they were as they were saying it. There's the people on this land. There are people who are living here. It's like, ah, yes, the land that Columbus discovered. Yeah, so that's why they called it the District of Columbia. That's the dumbest reason. <laughs> History is stupid. I just realized that people in history were dumb. Um, no, that that is why DC, uh, and that's why it's a district, and that's why it's Columbia. So if you didn't know that, you just learned stuff. It's called Columbia because people want it to be feminine. Um, what would make this awesome though? It's is more that, poetic like, and romantic that way. Is it? Because um, I feel like it's not. Um, <laughs> what would make this pretty awesome? I think uh, is if DC does gain statehood. Right uh, now, you're talking 
talking about the Senate being 102 senators, most likely, because uh, you get like two for each state. Ooh. And they're very likely going to be It's blue. like 101 Dalmatians. I know. <laughs> and they're very likely to be blue. So then we start uh, walking away from like this uh, insane. And, and actually, here's a couple things. So DC might be blue. I'm assuming blue. But like in truth, it's very much just Virginia. Because that whole little area right. of the DMV is kind of purple more than anything else yeah so maybe you get one democratic senator and one republican senator but still you still have two more senators in the mix if you get uh one for either party at least we get like a fucking tiebreaker that's not like <laughs> bullshit and i think added benefit of this is that uh you would now have like however many people in the house of representatives i'd assume they have about as many as alaska has uh, so i think that's like maybe three representatives i'm actually not 100 percent certain how many representatives alaska has but uh now you're talking also about like a little bit more you know actual representation uh, for people who are in DC, yeah. And oh man, how many representatives do I have? <laughs> that forty. Holy motherfucking shit! No 40? wait, that's the no, that's the no, Alaska that's, House of representatives. That's, that's not that's, right. That's not that's right. State. That's their state. They have one. Okay, cool. So then DC would have one. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so the po- <laughs> idea I, would, I was gonna say forty can't be right. That is stupid. But the concept here is that like then you're talking about like uh, at the very least, and this is the smallest part of anything, is that. People in D.C. can actually vote in full elections because right now right. they can only vote in presidential elections. In fact, the D.C. has three electoral votes. Okay. In the electoral college. Okay. Um. So here's the thing. There's one other thing that people want to do. So you could actually take the Maryland build, side of it, D.C. Is it build a moat around D.C.? No, I was gonna say just give the part of Maryland that is uh from Maryland back to Maryland. Oh, make so it part keep, of Maryland. Yeah. So keep D.C. Uh, a district cut a giant chunk off it and just give it back to Maryland Maryland would then gain I guess people taxes senators Um, the reason for that is that DC uh, residents are like fuck no they don't want to go to Maryland that's really what the, what it is. That's that's the hundred percent the answer. Uh, in fact, uh, Muriel Bowser, who's a mayor in 2019, said DC voters have already said loud and clear, "We do not want retrocession," which is what that is called. Oh, we want statehood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's another thing. There was a Gallup poll in 2019. Two thirds of Americans opposed making DC a state. Why? Polls don't ask why. They just ask, do you oppose it? I don't know why. But here's what's wild. Two-thirds of Americans supported statehood for Puerto Rico. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like I don't know why they don't like D.C. I know they think that if DC becomes a state, like the Constitution's gonna burn it up in like flames and turn into dust. Well, I mean, it would actually, so there's an amendment that was made, uh, the 23rd Amendment is for D.C., and the 23rd Amendment says that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the 23rd Amendment, I actually have it, one sec, do, 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 man, I should learn to use a, okay, the 23rd Amendment was enacted in 1961, and it gives district residents uh, three electoral college votes, and they're treated like a state for that purpose and that purpose alone. If they become a state, the 23rd Amendment has to be struck, but to strike an amendment, you have to have an amendment. So they have to go through a constitutional amendment to undo the constitutional amendment that they already did. Okay, so that just seems annoying. Right, but the problem with like amendments is that like, you know the process for an amendment? So like uh, to get an amendment passed, like you pass it through, I want to say two thirds of the Senate, uh, a giant majority of the House. So pretty much all of Congress has to pass with two thirds. Mm -hmm. And then each state takes a vote. And I feel like you have to do like a two thirds vote. The problem is like, uh, 
and this has happened previously, I've, we had this conversation about a specific amendment that votes that states have voted on, but other states aren't. I think it's the Electoral College Amendment that we talked about. But like states will drag their feet about like voting on it and just refuse to vote. Right. And if they go for a long enough period of time where they just refuse to vote, it just never happens. Jesus. So like, let's say that like uh, in the Senate, they vote for this and it happens, but it's by like a thin margin, like a razor wire thin margin. Uh, Senators who voted against it will basically just go back to their states and then talk to their state legislation and their state legislators will just drag their feet until like the next administration or until it dies. Dang. Amendments are mad difficult. So what if, so if DC becomes a state, Uh then after DC becomes a state, then they have to work on that amendment thingy. Right. They'd have to amend it because right now it says they're being treated as a state and that they get this many electoral college votes. Right. If they are a state, essentially it becomes a moot point, but they still would have to like either leave it on the books and never follow it, which is <sighs> a lot of stuff we do that for. I don't know what the, the reasoning is for when and why we don't do it. There's a lot of shit we don't do that for. We're like, all right, just ignore that. But other stuff we care about, and I don't know what the reasoning is. I don't know what the logic is behind it, but you could just leave it and then just... And then just not do it. Yeah. So, like... I could... You could cross it out with a big pen. Just be like, oops, nope. The only downside to it is that, like, uh, the Electoral College is based upon, like, how many people you have in your, like, electoral districts. If D.C. grows to, you know, specific size, they should have a certain amount of Electoral College votes. But because of this amendment, they will always have three votes. Mm. So then they would be taxed with some representation, but they'd be underrepresented. Which is, I mean, underrepresented is the same as no representation, I would imagine. That's how it feels to me, right? Like, if I'm underrepresented, I don't have any representation. I mean, less, yeah. I mean, like, I don't believe in being grateful for scraps. I just don't believe in it. Right, 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 (laughs) right. Like, well, at least we got something. I don't believe in that mentality. I think it's bullshit. Like, we should get the same thing as you. Like, you wouldn't be happy if you got less. Well, and also, why should I? This means, because I believe that DC has, like, a, a person in mm-hmm. Congress, but she just can't vote on anything. Um, maybe I feel like they have something. Wait a minute. Um, I think you're thinking Puerto Rico. No, hold on. Okay, they have a delegate in the House. You're correct. So they have a delegate in the House. So they don't have any voting uh members. So in the House, no one can vote. It's just a person who like speaks up for Washington's interests or yeah. DC's interests. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, there was, bleh. Oh, we're gonna have to cut out so much. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, so, uh, Eleanor Holmes Roosevelt? Norton. Oh. oh, that's not Eleanor Roosevelt. She's the, uh, delegate to the House of Representatives. Man, and that job must be sweet as fuck. Like, you don't do anything. Like, well, how, no, like... she does a lot, and she's very, she's very insistent about the but, work that she does. She says but, that even though she doesn't saying. vote, she still, like, is constantly making deals with people and stuff. For Okay, but for what? Like, what is she giving? What does she have to... So here's what I'm saying. Like, how does she show her work, right? Like, if you... And this is not me trying to... I don't, I'm not trying to denigrate someone who is probably very much doing a great job. But how does she show her work? Like, how do we know she's doing anything? We can't see her voting pattern. She can be like, well, I talked to these people and they voted this way. But, like, you could just say that. You don't have... Like, I, I could I could 100% just be in the, the, the mix, right? Just be outside in the mix and just be like, oh, I'm having conversations with people. And then when votes go my way, just be like, like, look what I did. Like, I just, without an actual vote, 
and without a record, how can anyone hold her accountable? Like, if I lived in D.C. Sure. and I wanted to be mad at her, <laughs> like, like what can I say she did or didn't do? She could be like, I did everything. And I'd have to be like, all right, I guess so. Because, like, how could I tell? And, I, and I'm, I'm sure, I am sure if I did a modicum of research for this, I can answer this question. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, she does nothing. I bet she has a website right now with, like, fucking wins listed. Like, I did this. I did that. So I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, in all truth and honesty, having a voting record for your elected representative is she elected i don't know having a voting record though she's for elected rep- perfect having a voting record for your elected representative holds them much more accountable to the voters she doesn't have a record all she can do is be like i did this and this and if things go their way then she's like look what i did yeah well but she also i mean she's on a bunch of committees she's like a glorified like a glorified lobbyist basically kind of like yeah. that's the like that's really what she is, is she's just like a lobbyist. And I guess maybe she can be like, Well, DC's got the money, baby. But like, I mean She's how also many... sponsored legislation too. How do you sponsor legislation? You can't vote. You know what? That's cool. That's you I, apparently you can still you can and still then, sponsor you can, legislation. You can still sponsor legislation and you can also uh support legislation so like you know just well, visibly like yeah being like out there being like i support <laughs> this like i can't vote for it but i think it's rad <laughs> i mean if i could vote i would <laughs> yeah I, if i could like if you have a vote could you could you vote for me like that's what i'm saying it's it she literally... oh she, so she has an if you want to know more about her uh back when uh stephen colbert was doing the colbert rapport he did a <laughs> Uh, an episode. Uh, a, he had a series called Better Know a District, and Wait, was, was she was she the representative or the delegate then? Yes. So, like in the nineties, how long has she this been was, a delegate? This was in two thousand and six. She was elected in nineteen ninety. She's been a delegate since 19... That's yes. what I'm saying. How do you know that she's doing a good job? <laughs> she could be terrible. No one knows. DC's not better. Like, it, if she's been uh, the representative for DC since the 90s, the only thing that has gotten better in DC is that people moved on from crack. And that wasn't her doing. That wasn't... She didn't come up with meth. It's... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm just... Okay, I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna denigrate this woman. I will go look up some stuff. I'm gonna go find out some stuff, and maybe I come back with like, "Hey, this person's doing a terrible job." Maybe I come back without it. I'm gonna go look into it more. But I, I will say this: <laughs> it, it, it's to me, it feels like DC has like three fifths of a representative, <laughs> and it's, it's so harsh, uh, especially right, when like- you. It feels like she okay. can do certain things, you know, she can, no, she can, fits a representative. Yeah. she can even introduce legislation, but she can't actually vote on the stuff she helps introduce. It's a very interesting and, place. Uh, I feel like when people bring up to her that her hands are tied, she's very insistent that she is. She's the master of knots. She, she's like, <laughs> listen, I'm doing stuff. Okay. <laughs> Right. And, and I feel like <laughs> I, truly that's probably the vibe. Like I, I get it. I will. I am not saying that I'm, I am knowledgeable enough or, uh, you know, good enough in politics to know that, you know, what someone's job is. What I am saying is that I'm an average person. And as an average person, I don't know what the fuck she does. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I am willing to bet that that is her entire, like her entire career has been her being like, look, this is shit I do. She has PowerPoints right now that just oh, yeah. outlines stuff she does. Yep. I guarantee you on her hard drive, she's like, pull up number five. This motherfucker doesn't know who I am. It's just, <laughs> it's her fifth one. It's just like, this, this is for 2021. I have <laughs> PowerPoints for every year I've been in office. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, okay. It does feel as if she could do more if she's doing it, if she's able to accomplish as much as she can without a vote. Imagine right. what more she could do with a vote, the additional power, the additional leverage to be able to get other people to work with her so she can introduce legislation and then also become a, a, a key vote for other legislation to get pushed across. Right, because votes are kind of like little trading cards. You can be like, you vote for me and I'll vote for you. Yeah. Votes are, and votes <laughs> are like trading face. cards but like like you want trading cards from these people like yeah it's not like you have pikachu and and i have a ken a ken griffey jr rookie card and it's like, you know, <laughs> these things are of equal value but we don't want either of them <laughs> i want pokemon you want baseball this is weird um no i i truly do think that dc should be made a state i think puerto rico should be made a state as well yeah and uh, i would like to see uh while we're on it i'd like to see american samoa being made into a state and guam Ooh, i forgot about guam everybody does <laughs> <laughs> guam is uh i i know well i guess i i say i know i knew a dude from guam we went to school together when i was younger clearly because uh, that's when people go to school but uh talking to him about like growing up in guam and what it was like and then him moving here to the states guam is is uh forgotten by a lot of people and they would get way more respect and acknowledgement and people pay more attention to them same for puerto rico if they had a vote in the senate and if they had a vote in congress and statehood mm-hmm. would do that for them um would it make things better for them all across the board no 100 percent no and in the case of some of those places i think like america and samoa and guam they don't pay taxes i don't well, think they pay taxes um, to us i don't i, I can't like remember there's also a lot of controversy in american samoa as as whether as to whether Not they, they want to be yeah yeah because they, they have a whole different um way of passing land down from one person to another mm-hmm. um like i think you have to be samoan to get have own land there yeah i mean i would say this if and i, I just found an article about that that's exactly what you're that's what you're saying <laughs> land rights is why they don't want yeah but i would say this if if uh they put it to a vote and then the majority of the american samoa people want to become uh you know a state then Let's go. I feel like the only reason for, uh, and I get why they may not want to, but the only reason for them not to become a state is because they don't want to be one. Like there shouldn't be like all the whole, like if you're in America and you live in a state, you shouldn't be like, well, we can't let these people be states. Why the fuck not? Like there's not a good reason for Puerto Rico to be a state. There's not a good, like the reasons that the people who live there have great. But if you are not one of those people who live there and those people want to become a state, you can't stand in the way of that. I feel like that's bullshit. Like it doesn't like, there's not a reason for you to stand in the way of that other than like, I don't want more Brown people part of my country and fuck you. We're coming. <laughs> we're coming either way. Either you make them a state or they just move here. But, we are fucking well if you didn't want brown people why did you like 
take all of these territories. <laughs> yeah, we don't want brown people, but uh, we were cool by ourselves. You literally, in the case of <laughs> most of us, brought us here. <laughs> you know, a lot of us, for the black people, you brought us here. For a lot of brown people, also brought here. Don't talk about it much, but also just brought here. Like, guess what? You're here now. Um, and in some cases, you went to there and were like, guess what? You're here now, even though you're there right now. <laughs> but no, I, I feel like it's... It's it's something that I I hope happens, but we'll see. Uh, I also like uh, that there are already fifty two um, and fifty one star flags uh, like that have already been designed and exist. So like you can awesome. actually look those up. That's apparently the fifty first state is a big deal, uh, and that it's like a lot of people who are like legitimately are fighting against not what the 51st state will be but just the concept of a 51st state like they're trying to hold it at 50 and again not a reason for it but there are a lot of people who are like on that side i'm sure there were a lot of people who were against like hawaii becoming a state too yeah hawaiians were against it but that's a whole yeah that's a whole different thing (laughs) that's a whole other story hawaiians are still not cool about it Let's uh let's go to break and when we come back, uh, you know what would be fun to talk about? What? Debt. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. We're broke, baby. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back to Frown Town. Oh. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> Yay. Party on V. Uh, party on Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're we're Wayne's world now. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. You know what's awesome, V? What's that? Debt. Debt no. is awesome. No. Let listen. Hear me out. Debt is a tool in capitalism specifically American capitalism that you have to take on and use to move forward. Like, truly, and this is the sad part, I think, about American capitalism. You can't own anything substantial without taking on debt as a normal person. So, like, you can be Mm -hmm. born into, like, wealth, and then this doesn't apply to you. So, like, if you're, like, truly wealthy, this entire section of the podcast is wasted on you. Because we're like debt, and you're like. If you are truly wealthy and you don't have debt and you don't have places to put your money, you could give it to us. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like I just said, I just told them that this doesn't apply. They probably turn off the podcast right at that point. Like, oh, okay, click. And they missed the call for money. (laughs) If you want to be, if you're like, so we're going to talk about debt. And if you're very wealthy and you don't have debt and you want to be in debt, you can owe me thousands of dollars. I will, I will set that up for you. We, I will set up the paperwork tomorrow for you to owe me 35,000. And you can just owe me thirty five thousand. I'll call you every day like a collections agent. Uh, maybe I, since it's thirty five k worth of debt, I, I, if I get enough people in on this, maybe I'll shop the debt out to a, a, another shop. Let them call you another collection agency to give them to give you calls from strange ass <laughs> numbers <laughs> to tell you about the fact that you owe student loan money. That's a real thing. Uh, my favorite no, are was, the my favorite are the robots where like you pick up the phone and you're like hello uh, and they're like hi. Oh hey, is <laughs> is that you? And I'm like, ah, oh, goddammit, it's a robot. I used to talk to the robots and just say like disgusting things to them and see Here, like if I they do. would talk to me. And they didn't. They were very prudish, these robots. They are. Here's what I do. 
I pick up the phone and I don't say hello or anything. So if I don't recognize the number and like my phone will like light up and be like scam likely <laughs> because it's all like, you know, it, it flags uh, spam numbers. So like I've, I, I'll pick it up and I won't say anything and I'll just breathe into the phone. And then if they, if they don't say anything, I don't say anything. If they say hello, I start like making like jacking off noises, but uh-huh. I don't say anything. I'm just like, and then if they are like, hello, hello. If right before they hear, I'm like, uh, and then I hang up and <laughs> I just do that. And if I don't, okay. if some, one time I did it and I made the like, I was like, uh, 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 and I made like a coming noise and the person on the end was just like, hello and then i didn't know what to say anymore i was like uh i'm sorry i'm done and then i just hung up uh, so that's what i do i make jacking off noises see uh, i don't answer you 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 really shouldn't answer it at all because the more you answer it the more they know that you answer it and then true story the more calls i'm on get. the do not call i'm on the do not call list i so am i registered. they still so call I me registered. so sometimes uh what i'll do is I, I i've also done this before where i talk to them to find out who they are and then i i report them uh, so that's the thing you can do. It's just, Ooh, I don't have the energy cool. for that. It's so that's, much work because yeah. I have to like talk to them and then like, then, like, and they'll, they get real squirrely when they realize what you're trying to do. So you have to be like, oh man, I'm so interested, but how do I know I can trust you? Like, you're just some random person calling me. You could just be anywhere. And they're like, no, we're a business. You can find us here. And then they give me a website and I'm like, okay, anyone can make a website. Do you, I will trust you if you have an email address. And then I get an email address with like the domain name and then I turn all that information in. Uh-huh. Um, I do that sometimes too. I like to fuck with telemarketers. I just realized I do that a lot. I just, I do it a just lot of fucking with like telemarketers. A, it seems like a lot of work. It is. And for uh, not a lot of payoff. Except for the, I, the jacking off one. That, one's, that one kind of pays off in the end, of course. But. I don't feel like, I feel like <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to talk to the people at all. I don't. No. It's the robots, great. I was interested in to see what the, the robots were saying and how much, they... like how human the robots were. Uh, I don't oh, know. Okay. I just, I used to like to talk to the robots in the AIM chats. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that you, you say it out. I've always called those aims. I never had heard anyone like pronounce I, it completely out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what people say. I like it. No, I like that, I like that, that you're like AIM. That was twenty years ago. Oh man, <laughs> aim chats. Uh, aim chats are also responsible for one of my three dick pics getting loosed. <laughs> oh, aim chats. Okay. Aim chats. Dick pics. Um. So there is something more than dick pics to talk about. Uh, let's talk debt. really quickly. Yeah, let's talk about debt. So as we mentioned, debt is something that in the American system you have to take on. The I majority have of people are in debt. I am also in debt. Uh, for instance, if you went to college and you didn't have uh, parents to pay I for it. I went to college for yeah. sculpture. <laughs> for, on the plus side, you are well educated about sculpture. You're probably one of the best sculptors. I do have a, I do have a secondary um, You're like one of the best degree. sculptists I know. Is I have two sculpture? degrees. I you're also have the, a degree in art history. My my sister also went to uh, went to school for sculpt. Well, she went to school for fine arts in general, so she can do sculpture, painting. She's an amazing sculptist. I can make you sculptess. I can weld. Can you make, a, can you make a bust furnace. of my head? Yeah, oh, those you say you could weld the bust of my head. I could. I know. Well, I what... would. I would make it. I would use a foundry techniques. I would carve it out of. Well, actually, we could take a mold of your head, and then we could make okay. that mold into wax, and then that mold would be made into metal, and that's how you Ooh. make a bust of somebody's head. 
Nice. And then I would be like uh, Lionel Richie in that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I went to Hello by Lionel Richie. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about debt averages by age group. Uh, this will be fun, V. Uh, All right. How much debt? Let's start with the silent generations. These are people 75 and above. As of 2019, how much debt do you think those people were in? Oh, I mean, in US what dollars, was, by the way. Everything was like 13 cents when they were our age. So like. Yeah, but they still had to accrue debt. And to be fair, they have been accruing debt for 75 plus years. All right. I mean, so you that- can't, you don't like accrue debt and then never accrue it again. Every time you get a new house, you got to accrue more debt. Let's say cars, they're in debt. credit cards, <clears throat> kids. I'm going to say $10,000, $12,000. Wow, that is, they are $40,925 in debt on average. On okay. average. And remember, too, some of this is uh, like, this is a generation that bought like big ass houses as well. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, sent kids to college. And they, they accrued a lot of debt. Though, I will say this, for this uh, generation, the silent generation, which is ages 75 and up, and for baby boomers, which is 56 to 74, um, those generations actually saw, and I, I guess this was in 2019, so that those ages have shifted. It's actually 58 to 75 now. But those uh, specific um, age groups have seen a decrease in debt. So the silent generation, uh, they went down 7.7% and baby boomers how much debt do you think they actually we talked about these before do you remember how much debt they were in we this number we I told you before baby boomers are they have uh $60,000 uh close 96,000 I think it you 96 you to, that's what I meant I meant to say like, 69 a, yeah. but it was really the 96 back 69 yeah nice. it's, it's the 69 when you <laughs> You both sleep on separate parts of the bed with your backs turned to each other. I guess just the <laughs> argument, 69. Um, yeah, $96,984 in debt, uh, which is a lot until you look at Gen X, which is uh, ages 40 to 55. Uh, I know a bunch of Gen X comedians. I think you do too. My favorite Gen X comedian is Corinna Lee Allen. I just want to shout Corinna Lee Allen oh, out I because I can't. I have seen in so long. I miss Corinna so much. <laughs> and if you were listening to this, Corinna, we miss you. Um, we miss you. They're in the most average amounts of debt of any of them, of us. Uh, they average $135,841 of debt. Houses, cars, mortgages, student loans. Uh-oh. It's a lot of debt. I can. You're still sort of here, but you're, you're fading out. That's okay. We're going to keep going. Millennials. Now I can see you going back. Oh, you're back. So millennials are at uh, $78,396 in debt. That's okay. Us. So that's, that's how much we yeah. average. Uh, 78 we, is average? That's the average. Yeah, I'm above average, I'm above baby. Average. <laughs> 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 above average in debt. <laughs> um, and then there's Gen Z. Uh, they're already at, they're, so their age is 18 to 23, and they're already at uh, excuse me, $9,593 in debt. And for millennials, us, our debt has increased over the time period of 2015 and 2019. Our debt increased 58%. And that's not including those pandemic numbers, baby. Those pandemic numbers uh. have got to be high. So many people, I even myself, like I had a job over the pandemic and I didn't pay 
on any of my debts because I was just putting that money towards uh, truly surviving the pandemic. Like there was a lot of money that got put towards like just additional shit that I had to buy for the pandemic. Uh, Savings just in case I did lose my job. There was a bunch of that. So like now I actually was, we were talking about this right before the reason we're kind of going into debt is I got to start paying my student loans again and I'm not looking forward to that (laughs) fucking terrible payment. Oh, I hate it. All right. So the thing about debt, um, is that a lot of people end up in debt because they don't know how to manage it. Uh, Many people end up in over their heads. Uh, There's a really, really good um, John Oliver that recently dropped about bankruptcy and how the bankruptcy system is actually uh, really kind of beneficial only for people who have money. So one of the things that was pointed out was like, and I won't dive into bankruptcy partly because you could just go watch that and I'm not going to repeat what John Oliver did much better than (laughs) I would do it. I I can't do an English accent. I can't. So what I would tell you though is one of my... One of the best points from that was that uh, to file for bankruptcy, I think it was a chapter 13, it costs like $1,000. But if you're bankrupt, you may not have $1,000 to do it. And people end up bankrupt for a lot of different reasons. Uh, You can accrue debt also for medical uh, expenses. So like if you get hurt. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you get hurt and you don't have Medicaid uh, or... Basically, if, if you don't have insurance or Medicaid, which happens to a lot of people who are working, but like work jobs that don't uh, offer them insurance or they can't afford insurance. With Each the jobs of my work, arm surgeries was $30,000. And that's a lot of money in a course of a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money to spend in a year. Like that's, It doesn't that's, include physical could, therapy or prescriptions. Not right. You literally could be driving a Mercedes right now, or the multiple uh visits. I mean, I was lucky; I had insurance. Correct. Yeah, if you have insurance, you're good. But like, yeah, you have you have uh, a Mercedes in your body right now. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I wish it worked <laughs> as well. <laughs> Give it time. You'll you'll be a Mercedes Benz in no time, V. <laughs> Wait, is that a car you want to be? You'll be you'll be a know. German you'll be a German engineer car in no time. Um, I think I'd rather just be like nice a, cars, a Toyota Tercel or something. <laughs> you want to be a Toyota Tercel? That's that's yeah. your car. Uh, that's the car of your dreams. Yeah, you're just economical as fuck. That's dope, su- but like <laughs> souped up, you know? Like, okay, like Tokyo drift styles, like the like pimp my ride style. Nice, nice. Would you have like the fish tank in the back and? No, not quite that, but you know, decorated. And then also, I used to have a Tercel. It was in my driveway, and I told myself I was going to learn how to rebuild an engine. Uh, I didn't ever learn how to well, rebuild okay. an engine because I had too much other shit going on, and so I just really had this old Tercel in my driveway. I did drive it for like a week and a half. So uh, if you, it was if like you a little go kart. It was fun. It didn't have. Do a- a mirror on both sides because it was made before that was a law. <laughs> yeah. I've driven one of those cars. It's nightmarish. Um, it was a it was a stick, and we would get stuck on the hills, and nice people would push us up. Oh, like if, if you if you were to pimp out uh, your Tercel, like what would, what would you put in in the trunk? I mean, obviously speakers, but then what? Because you got to have that. Uh, that fe- it's got to be like a. I call it the water feature, even though it's not always water. But it's like that thing, like like the water feature in a hotel lobby, where it's like, ooh, this is the thing that's supposed to draw your eye. So what's what's your thing in your tercel? It can be anything. The thing, you can have like. I don't know. I probably have a fountain. cool. I I probably have a cool hood ornament. 
really that's i mean like okay i'm talking like there was okay so there are cars with like chocolate fountains with like smoothing machines uh a full dog <laughs> grooming set in the back like they've really have gone all out on this and your thing's like i just want a cool hood ornament like you're gonna get a hood ornament, yeah. but you gotta have you gotta have a thing like something that's just like should not be in a car is what i'm saying Okay. Uh, there was one. I swear there was one where they put a stripper pole in the back. I would one hundred percent swear I saw one with a stripper pole in the back. I'm gonna look it up. I don't I doubt that, that at all. <laughs> and it's probably pole. There's probably there's probably rugs on the bottom of the car. That sounds like rug burn on your knees for sure. Um. Yeah. It was. I think it was just themed that way. So Sounds I, like a I, I tight think it was... space. <laughs> oh, there's a limo that has enough space. There's like a giant roof. Oh my God, this is dope. I should never have gone down this hole. All right. So uh, <laughs> before we go back to debt, um, <laughs> you know, honestly, Pimp My Ride is probably part of the reason my, why people are in debt. If I If I had to have something, it would just be like on the back of like, in the back of the car, in the back window. Oh, no, wait. It would be in the front because of the, the way the dash is. There would just be... My whole thing would just... There would be a bunch of dolls living in my car. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a thing. Like, you could and do, they like, would have the, like, um... would, They'd have, like, little houses and rooms built into the car. Like, that's how... It would be, like... Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm Pimp My Ride. They might have put, like, a cool, like, fountain for you to get, like drinks from but instead you're gonna open a thing and a baby doll <laughs> lives there this dollhouse it's just a giant dollhouse inside the car yeah, yeah that's dope i would actually My, enjoy it's that. gonna be a poly pocket that's the a, thing yeah a mobile that's the poly thing pocket <clears throat> that's perfect uh on a, a relatively side note fee mm-hmm. <laughs> um I was going to say, uh, and I, f- I forgot their name. I want to say it's Allison Lizette. Am, am I saying the right person? Allison Lizette. Yeah, yes. made the, the super dope Lizette. I'm sorry. Made the extremely intricate um, uh, Gremlin bar, right? Am I thinking about the yes. right? Is that out? Al- yes. That's um, what I thought. That, that in the back of your car is a very Pimp My Ride experience, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, so the, the Gremlin party was the best i loved that so much it was fantastic um let's say that you are in debt and you're trying to figure out how to do debt right uh i actually want to go through some things that i found out as i was going through debt things that i thought were true that i guess as it turns out it's not so we're gonna we're gonna quickly and i actually know people who work in finance and i could have easily uh maybe well not actually one of them i know i could book on the show so maybe i'll do this i know someone who's in finance i could book on the show uh i will talk to him he's actually a really good friend of mine and also sort of a a business mentor but i will tell you some things that i found out just in general research as i was talking about business secrets yeah not even business secrets these are just things that can help you if you are trying to get out of debt because there there is a movement in america of people who just are trying to live their lives without debt and i think if that's something you're trying to do or if you just want to manage that uh, a little bit better let's talk about how to do it because we're all in it right so here's something i found out that uh you know what i find you know what's really great for me jay uh, I, I just so you, you take just, all of your bills and your debt and you put them in a drawer mm-hmm. and then you go about your life. 
Okay, so um, don't do that. A <laughs> uh, couple reasons. Um, so part of the, I, I will say this. The reason I'm saying not to do that is that there are some people who, in order to get jobs, cannot have a low credit score. So like you can't, there are some jobs you can't get with a low credit score. You can't and, get a, you can't get certain jobs with a low credit score. Yeah, so there are jobs I work, for example, uh, and my credit score is not fantastic. So I'm not saying I have an exemplary credit score. It's actually pretty bad, but it's good enough that I can get specific jobs. There are jobs that I get credits checked for, and there are jobs I've gone in for that I got credit checked for that I didn't get because my credit score was too low. So like you can actually, and it's it doesn't happen as much as it used to, but there are Whoa. there are some very specific jobs, and there are that jobs where like, you can't be. It's like Black Mirror. Well, not just that, but also there are jobs. <laughs> there are jobs that you just simply cannot be in debt for, because like you're a security risk. So like if you like you know if, if I'm going through a company and I'm trying to find somebody to like uh, compromise, I'm going to the person that is in like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and hasn't paid right. their debt and is like you know throwing away all of their mail at this point because everyone's just like pay us. Uh, I'm going to that person, been like sliding the money and trying to like compromise them so that's that's one thing the second thing i'll tell you is like we talked about like uh to be able to purchase a house you have to go in the debt uh if that's the track in life that you want to go for um purchasing land typically requires you to either like save up large sums of money or make large sums of money uh or you know borrow them from a, a bank and in both of those cases uh your credit score is going to be whether or not you can do that now if you know someone uh that you can like help you out on the credit score front that's great but like not everyone does so let's talk about some things that you can do not you but just we all can do to try to like manage debt right so there's one thing that i know for a fact that i thought was a good thing that i found out is not um Uh it's like carrying a balance uh so there are people that like have said like it's not good to have your credit cards paid off all the way you should always have like a little bit on it I've yeah. heard people tell me that before. That's not true. Yeah. Uh, carrying a balance actually does not increase your credit score. It can hurt your credit score and it can cost you money. And the way to think of it is, and God, I don't I don't want to go into a lot of detail on this, but think of it like this. When it comes to credit, it's how much uh, credit is available for you and how much you're using. The more credit you're using out of your available credit, the lower your score. You see what I'm saying? I guess so. Like so if, yeah. uh, if I have a thousand available to me and I'm using a thousand, yeah. my credit score yeah. is, is going to be lower. If I have a thousand right. available to me and I'm using like 500, that 500 that is available to me, I'm not using is called like credit utilization. That actually is going to bump your score up. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting is uh, making minimum payments. Uh, I thought like, oh, if I just make the minimum. Um, it, it'll never and, happen. Yeah. So here's the problem with minimum payments. You'll never get it paid off. The minimum is literally like, do you want to pay us forever? Because this is how much <laughs> you need to pay us. Uh, you should always pay over the minimum. Uh, and if you are looking at a minimum that's so high that like you can't afford to pay more, then you've taken out too much debt. And now you should start probably talking uh, about like working your way through. Um, here's another one. And I'm going to post this article uh, to the notes so you can go through all of these. Uh, this one's interesting. It was knowing your APR and all the fees that come with it. So there are a list of fees that exist that are allowed to be charged by credit cards. I will list off uh, the fees that you should be aware of. There's an annual fee. So every year you get charged for having a card. 
<clears throat> there's a purchase APR, which is the yearly interest rate that purchases are charged at. Uh, there's a balance transfer APR, um, same thing as before, but with balances. There's a penalty APR. So like when you pay your balance too late, uh, you get penalized. There's a late payment fee, most likely. Uh, there's a foreign transaction fee. So if you use your credit card outside of the United States, like in Canada, Mexico, you know, those countries out that are not the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a there's also a, a balance transfer fee. So like if you transfer debt, um, you may actually take on both APR and a fee, which is wild. So you should know all of those. Um, the other thing that you shouldn't do that I think is interesting is uh, they say you should never close a credit card. So um, again, this goes back to this concept of like credit available versus credit utilization. The more you have available, and the least amount that you use, the higher your score. So you do uh, want to keep some credit cards available. Uh, it's not advised to close out a credit card, even your oldest, because that means that you have a lot of credit that has existed for a very long period of time. When you close it out, it's like your credit for all that time that existed disappears. Mm. So a lot of times people will be like, I'm just going to get rid of all my credit cards. just going to close them all out. And that's that's fine if that's what you want to do, but it would be better. I've seen people do this before where they just like cut the card up, put the card away. I actually don't carry my credit cards on me unless I'm going to use them. You for know what I specific. did is I took one and I cut it into a bunch of different pieces. And then I put those pieces in my pocket and then I dropped them in different trash cans all around the city. Yeah, you could totally do a serial killer murder with your credit card if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you hide a body v <laughs> that's how i make sure that i don't buy dumb shit on the internet yeah that's one way i actually just my credit card is in my drawer uh and i leave it there i don't i don't use it uh, like i take it out of the, the only way i use it if i'm like well if it's in my drawer it's not in my pocket and if i'm like out somewhere so a lot of times i end up purchasing things uh, the thing I'm most concerned about, I guess, credit purchases are just like impulse purchases where I'm like, right. I could spend my own personal money, but I could just put it on credit. And that right. is what I try to avoid. So like, I, and I, and I will say this, depending upon, uh, you know, your money situation after a certain point, obviously you get to the point where you have enough spending money to where you can't, it, my biggest issue now isn't like spending on credit. My issue now is just spending. I need to just stop spending even my spending money. Like I should save more, but like, I know that if I have a credit card in my pocket and I'm, like, trying to save money, I will go burn credit because I still want to get stuff for impulse buys. So, I leave it sure. here and then I can't impulse buy stuff. Of course, now, like, uh, I've been in the house for a year, but I haven't used it this whole time. Mainly because, like, uh, I really haven't been buying a lot of stuff over the pandemic. I mean, like... When, you get, some... when you're stuck in your house for long enough, everything starts to feel cluttered. <laughs> you don't need yeah, stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. But what the issue was, was like, I have enough. I don't want any more stuff. <laughs> 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 and so I bought so little over the pandemic. It's weird. Uh, and honestly, I, I don't know. I feel like... Um, I know we're talking about uh, like financial stuff, and that's not like our thing. Uh, the thing that I will say about this is, and I want to cl- put a nice little bow on this, is that... Uh, Americans are in what I would call a debt crisis. Um, and I'll put, yeah. Now, here's here's the thing. Uh, consumer debt is a real problem, not just student loans, which is uh, one point. Here, let me run through this. Uh, student loans are... Uh, all the debt comes from four places. $14 trillion um, is the full debt. $9 trillion is all mortgages. 
So that's people trying to pay off their houses to, to have a place to live. 1.3 trillion comes from car loans. 1.48 trillion is student loans, which means that like <clears throat> in the last trillion of American debt is credit card debt. So that means that like the average consumer owes about $6,000 across their credit cards, 35,000 from their student loans. Not to mention if they have a car, they probably owe about 30 on a car. They owe th- Three to, depending on where you live, you might owe from 100000 up to like 700000 on a house. You can owe more, obviously. But like, that's untenable. Even in a yeah. capitalist society, that's untenable for a person to like, to be in debt to essentially from the day you start to the day you, you die. Like, it's just not, that's not sustainable. <clears throat> and eventually, like, you hit a point where like, you just don't have enough money. Like, you yeah. can't pay everything. And you stop paying stuff. And like, I think... If more people hit the point that you're at, where it's like, fuck it, you're just gonna have to come take this money in blood, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, if, if, because I feel like there's more people who are just taking that route, where it's just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just not, I'm, you're just gonna constantly, you're never gonna get your cash, your money back. What ends up happening is, is that, uh, I mean, obviously for the credit card companies, they don't really lose money, but I feel like there's an economical loss, right? There's money that's being spent that doesn't truly exist. Right. And so like, I I guess, I mean, it does, but it also kind of doesn't. I I will say this. I feel like it's, I don't like that this is a system that we live in, is what I'll Mm -hmm. say. And I don't think it should be the system that, you know, if you want to get a house, you have to go several hundred thousand dollars into debt um, because the alternatives of renting are, are far worse. Especially when this is supposedly like the best investment that you can you can get at, in this you know as a normal person in this in this economy in this in this system. So like I I don't know if debt is a great system for us to be in, and I think what we should really look at, if nothing else, is helping relieve some of the debt that American consumers are under because it's a lot. Um, the current president, who I refuse to name because fuck him, uh, <laughs> was like, I'm gonna relieve student debt. When he was oh, trying yeah. to get voted in, and then when he got voted in, he was like, I'm not going to relieve student debt. And I'm going to be honest with you, that is $1.48 trillion of spending that if it happens, it's money that goes to the debt, to the creditors. I assume they're going to actually just pay the creditors. So that's money that's going to go to the creditors. That money goes to their employees, goes to the company. They are going to spend that money uh, and it goes back to their their stakeholders. The forgiveness that goes to the people who are now in debt, that is uh, so much debt chopped off most of people's lives that they mm-hmm. now have the ability to buy homes, buy cars, buy large big ticket items that are actually, I mean, they're going to go into more debt, obviously, because they're able to do it. It's going to, if for a lot of people, uh, their student loan debt is the debt that is keeping their credit scores down and keeping them from, quote unquote, advancing through uh, the capitalist system that we live in. And if we are truly going to like feed into capitalism, you can't tell me that spending is a mistake in a capitalist economy, especially government spending. It's been proven uh, both mathematically and anecdotally that spending by a government in the type of economy we're in is the best way to boost our economy. Mm-hmm. So across the board, it makes sense to forgive this debt. But here we are. I don't know why still we're in, here. Still in debt. Don't know why we're here. But here we are, uh, mainly because people have this dumbass attitude of like, well, you should pay it off. And it's like, it's impossible. And mm-hmm. if you did it, good for you. But for some people, they don't have the ability to do it. And you just need to, I need people to understand that so many of them were able to attain to things because they were lucky. It's like yeah. playing poker. Like everyone's playing the same level of, of like putting forth the same level of effort at the poker table, right? But right. because of luck, 
not everyone wins. And the people who win can be like, well, I, I won because of my skill. Some, but you won because you got lucky. And mm-hmm. I need people to realize that if you have paid off shit, it's because you got lucky and other people are not as lucky as you. Anyway, all right. I said I wasn't going to rant, but I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> that got very ranty. Uh, it's a ranty kind of day. It is. There's no sun outside. I don't like it. <laughs> the sun is going away, Jay. It's the very sun- seattle the sun is going away now. I don't I don't care for it. Goodbye, uh, the, sunshine. I <laughs> do you have anything you want to add on debt? <laughs> uh nah. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. All right. Well, if, <laughs> if you want to say something to me about debt, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm adjective underscore J on both. V, if people want to talk to you about debt, what if they want to get into a little debt with you? Maybe they they're trying to to owe you thirty five thousand. Uh, you can just how can you can just come and you can we can hang out. You can just give me some money or something. I don't know. Um, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> At VChatty on Instagram and Twitter. That's V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. And if you guys want to check in with the pod, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter at FrownTownPod. So you should go there. And you should be our friends on the internet. You should 100% be our friends on the internet. And as our friends on the internet, you can call us. Here's our number. Don't tell anybody it, but here it is. It's 425-224-7621. Don't spread that around. If you need to remember it, it's 425-224-POC1, as in I am the number one POC. Uh, Still claiming that. Still going to take it. No one's challenging me. Um, You can also leave us a five-star review. Uh, V, there's one other cool thing that we can actually say on, well, I don't know if you want to, so I I guess I might chop this and we might just go straight to break or straight to being done. But I was going to say, do you want to call out the, the, the show? That's coming up. Oh, that's a good question. If not, we cannot. But if you do, we can say something. Um. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. v, uh another thing that people may know about us is we're both comedians, and yeah, yeah. And uh, here's what's cool. Um. So Seattle has some outdoor comedy in some places. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, and we're both going to be in an outdoor show wait I'm, i don't know what i'm asking are we both we're both in an outdoor show i'm gonna assume you're yeah, in the show yeah, as well. yeah. Well, I like, mean, why I'm, would you produce a show and not be in it i'm producing <laughs> it um we've been you know granted a very lovely parking lot space to use for a show whoop, whoop. so parking yeah, lot we're space. very excited about that uh the show yep. is called parking lot of laughs <gasps> it will be I like the pun yeah yeah uh that's going to be may Ninth, mm-hmm. May 9th at 6 p.m. So and may the 9th be with you. Wait, that doesn't work. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and um, if you want to know, it's going to be down. Uh, there's a parking lot behind the El Camion taco truck mm-hmm. on 64th in Roosevelt Square. Real talk. You can just put, if you have Google Maps, if you put El Camion in, it will take you there. That's how I get there every time. It's, uh, so come it's out, pretty great. Yeah, have some tacos. Have some have tacos. Some see some comedies. We've got uh, we've got Robert Pitty who's going to be on the show. We've Amazing. got Jay Jones who's going to be on okay. the show. He's, he's mediocre. Whatever. He's you, you're great. Uh, we've got Stevie Ray. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Fantastic. And Michael Brown Ingenue. who's great and hilarious. also hilarious <laughs> and a, a producer. 
as well. So I'm very excited. And yeah, yeah there'll be snacks at the taco truck. There will be snacks. Uh, they're not free. Oh, and there's music. There's, there's music. Oh, there's that's music. right. There's, I forgot about the, uh, there's music. Celia Herrera. Mm-hmm. Oh. I already said amazing for everyone, so fantastic! I said fantastic already. And uh, uh, awe-inspiring. Her music will make you cry tears of joy and happiness. Yeah, she played a a show last year that we did, and she was really good. So there's going to be some music, and then there'll be a little bit of a dance party afterwards. So yeah, we'll all be crying tears of joy and happiness in that dance party. Yeah, there'll be a link (laughs) in uh, there'll be a link in my bio with the info. Yeah, so uh, check that out. Um, we hope to see you socially distanced there. Uh, I'm only one shot in on the vaccine, so keep your distance. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, even if I were two shots in, you can still keep your distance. I don't like people anymore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's definitely come out. It'll be fun. Uh, we will not talk about the law at all. At the well, I might. I got Maybe. a couple jokes. Maybe. I got a couple jokes. Who knows? There might be some. But yeah, check us out. <laughs> um, we've said everything. Thank you for listening. V, as usual, thank you for being here. This was fantastic. Ditto. Uh, I want to give the greatest thank you that anyone can give to another person. Yeah. Uh, and that thank you is FCON. Yeah. We love FCON. They're the greatest. Yeah.